prouder of my child, Ari. She, I'm assuming there's some story where in the story there's a bear who is thankful for food, I want to say. So it says, this is a thing that says, bear says thanks. Bear was thankful for, Texas. and I'm assuming in the story it was food. Here's food that Bear was thankful it looks for. Looks like food for sure. And it says, I am thankful for, and what did my daughter draw? America. An American flag. Wow. <laughs> America. What That's a literally. Proud oh, day. my heart is so, so full of love right now. Uh, literally, though, we're, we'll be driving around, and she'll just go, Dad, Dad, American flag! Like it's still like a pit, like a, it's just like it's she needs ever. to get that across. I love her so much. That's uh, welcome That's to good. another great patriotic stream, firing pin weekly live stream. I'm Brandon. I'm Pat. <laughs> There's other people here too. I'm judge judging Pat. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm Josh. Josh. Pat. And Pat's looking at my cam. We what? got who else is here? Somebody else is here. Come on, where is he? Tastes good. Brian's here too, but he doesn't want to go on camera. He's in charge of all that. Oh, how's everybody doing? Hope everyone is well. Oh, you can really taste the hamster. I hope our friends in Buffalo. It's a real hamster, so you know it's good. Are hunkered down. Hope they sharpened up their snowshoes. Do you do that? Do you even have snowshoes? I should know. I think I should know, right? Do you even have them? I was actually, I was telling Anna today, I have one of those union suits, like the full, like the one piece with like the butt flap and everything, sure, right? Sure. When I worked at Gator Mountain, they sold them one day and I was like, oh, I have to get this. <laughs> so I've had it all these years and uh, I told her I wanted her to take a picture of me. Like once we get, if we get some good snow at the house, the I want to have her like, yeah, like down. get one yeah. with like, yeah, me, butt flap. And I'm just like, I got like a sharpening stone and I'm like sitting there with my snowshoe, like uh. sharpening the like, Oh, I thought you meant like a picture of you snowshoeing with the flap down. That right. too. That too. Yeah. Uh, look, the viewers, if we get, uh, oh God. That should I'm be on the calendar. If we get a hundred heart reacts, or how does it work? I don't know. A snowshoe calendar might only work like in Alaska. <laughs> Probably. Yeah, I think. Or like Hawaii. It's like, yeah. a, you know, opposites attract thing. Yes. It's like a weird all right, what are you guys up to this week? What are you oh, doing? Oh, man. Well, I'm talking about Beyond Driven Fitness and Performance. Oh, yeah, that's most right. Cool. I've heard of them. Some I'm of our best sponsors. The, yeah, so 66 Main Street and Leroy, guys, for I'm all of your about. fitness needs. <laughs> uh, they have your CrossFit classes. They have your cycling classes. They have 24-7 uh, gym access for members. They have it all. They, got, they just bought a bunch of new equipment, didn't they? Yeah, they've got a bunch of new stuff in Constantly there. Constantly investing in that place. Always upgrading the equipment, always upping their game with the latest and greatest uh, techniques. And uh, they do a lot for the community as well. They do the Memorial Murph. Um, they you know, train local student athletes in all the mm -hmm. schools and stuff like that. Man, Dan Clore does some stuff over there, doesn't he? Yeah, they do some charitable uh, stuff, with, or I guess it's... You know, they do some work with American Warrior Foundation and their um, recruit training program, and uh, I'm, you know, kind of involved in that. Yeah. Tangentially. Yeah. As well, um, we also got Arms Preservation Inc. Cool hat, dude. Yeah, I got the right hat. Okay, good. Cool hat. Oh, Arms Preservation Inc. Love their hats. They have cool T-shirts, which we also sell. They have gun bags, which you can slide your bolt-action rifle or whatnot into 
and preserve it for up this to okay, ten years. <laughs> well, it doesn't. I mean, no, same they have this hand is, liners. It's a great idea. This, to me, is the idea, though. It would be to Correct. lock up the ammo. Especially Secure nowadays, man. Stuff. Holy cow. It's ammo is expensive. Very expensive. They're not giving that shit away like mm -hmm. they used to. So, um, and 14 bucks. I mean, this will fit whatever you can fit in a 50 cal ammo can. Correct. So, I mean, that's a lot. That's a good amount of ammo. That's, that's a gang know, of ammo. What is it? More than about 800, <laughs> uh, 800 rounds of 5.56, right? So, for less. Eight, it's no, a thousand rounds? Yeah, it's got to be well over there. Oh, yeah, that's right. A thousand rounds or so? I mean, uh, yeah, so you for less, the little yeah, the 30 count ones. For like the thousand, uh, not even up to like you could probably fit probably 1,200. For less than a cost of one box, you can protect it all because how many times have you guys seen damaged and corroded ammo that's no good to anybody? So many times. All the time, At unfortunately. Least twice. Yeah, unfortunately. So, two great sponsors. Check them out. Hopefully, we've got links maybe down below. We can get that going. Michael. Josh's beer sponsor, though. <laughs> Who do we got? For Josh's that? beer sponsor Was is Josh tonight. No, Tyler. <laughs> Again, Tyler uh, at Pua's Life. Okay, Coming nice. With Don't know if you guys know him. Someone ever kind of picks you up to that? Yeah, genuine, real hamster beer. Love it. In uh, space. Michael Burdick sent us a very nice uh, little little love note. Saying that sometimes he forgets that we do the stream on Thursday nights, and then he'll get the notification from Facebook, and it's just he, like a little gift from the heavens. Oh, yeah, right. He oh. sets his he sets his alarm for it. <laughs> well, even so. Oh my god. The thought is there. Good stuff. Good stuff. Okay, so we've talked about our amazing sponsors. Correct. What uh, what have what you been else? up to? What have you been up to this week? Well, you know what? I was out at the um, I was out at the Escarpment Arms. You guys are familiar with that place mm -hmm. today? Yeah. Super and, cool. Uh, yeah, very, very nice fellows over there. I didn't get to really stop and chat or anything like that. But I was over there testing um, one of the skirmish battles. Because uh, you guys know we have a skirmish coming up, right? Mm -hmm. Yep. 10 December, we're going to be out there hosting a skirmish. So well, what if it snows? Then we'll do it in the snow. Is there an extra fee? that we do not charge extra for bad weather uh, you okay. get to enjoy that for free. That's um, awesome. but yeah no we will definitely be out there uh, regardless of the I mean obviously if it's not safe to be out there then we well you know what they say about snow right if you can't find joy in, <laughs> in the, the snow. snow did you share that because of me yeah <laughs> But dude, it's, I died. it's very true. It is though. very true. You will like, have less joy, but you will have the same amount. The same mm -hmm. amount of snow. Mm -hmm. That like, is correct. You gotta find hobbies or activities to do in all of the seasons. It's That's true. true. And I think so. As you guys know, like I am a big advocate, definitely for shooting. Like, you never know when your skill yeah. sets are going to be like Absolutely. we don't get to pick the weather patterns Absolutely. and you, you can't you, always train in the perfect conditions correct right you know uh, we don't know and you got some badasses signed up like several right nice. like we always have some bet mm -hmm. anybody who like decides to sign up they already just by virtue of like saying that they're going to come out there and compete and then showing up the day of like they already certified says something about well you know they're definitely aspiring to be a badass, if nothing else, right? Like, they want to go out there and prove what they can do, and they mm -hmm. want to go out there and uh, test what they can do. Because in a lot of cases, you know, they, it's nothing that they have 
participated in before. Absolutely. To the point where, you know, some of them find out that they really need to go back and brush up on some, like, more, mm -hmm. more uh, you know, as some would say, basic or fundamental or foundational Breath control. skills. Breath control is super is critical. Is photos again? Uh, you know what? I haven't uh, locked that down yet. Uh, we got to breathe. Yeah, no. Breathing is super important. Friends, hello. Hi, Joe. Hi. Yeah, we're we getting some. Oh, hey, what's up, buddy? You can rent your own snowshoes. I, yes. I think you may have been meeting for the uh, battle. For the, the skirmish. for the skirmish. We can set Dude, that up. That would be. I'll <laughs> check the weather. Yeah. Well, it's, it's likely that there's going to be snow at least on the ground, especially like, out that way. In, correct. In yeah. Or wherever they are. In Lockport. Yeah. At least yeah. you, as like the head of the skirmish, should have. Snow okay. should be. Yeah. Dude, that would be. Like, Everybody else out there, post hole. Yeah, it's just like. That's yeah. <laughs> yeah. just like. <laughs> Oh man, they're gonna be hella jealous. I don't think you're gonna. Are you guys' like boots wet? Mine aren't. <laughs> right. I'm floating above it. Yeah, no, that's gonna be cool. So we're excited about the skirmish. Also, we have a bunch of classes coming up here. So many. Uh, so many different things that we're gonna do. Um, we have pistol foundations classes coming up. For those of you who are like just getting your pistol permits, or maybe mm -hmm. you've had your permit for a long time and have never been into like any kind of structured like formal training environment or maybe you just want to hone some basic skills and you want to do it in a group of other people so that you know maybe they'll ask a question that you're too embarrassed to ask right mm -hmm. we, don't, we don't like to not know things in a lot of cases it's hard to admit what I'm gonna know. I'm gonna say too this is the perfect time of year to buy you know people are hard to shop for Especially gun people right. are hard to shop for. If Can you be. have someone in your life, your dad, your uncle, your significant other, whoever it is, if you have someone in your life that you don't know what to get them, think about getting them a class. You could definitely come down here, uh, get a gift certificate. 100%. Very soon, yeah. We're gonna we're gonna let's let's post let's uh, let's go live with this. So the uh, the artwork is a little well. No, it doesn't even say it here, right? Uh, Black Friday. So we were going to wait until Black Friday to go live with this, but uh, we do a gift card sale every year. We're going to go live with that starting tomorrow. Come down here. You can get a $25 gift certificate for 20 bucks. So you're basically getting an extra 5 bucks for free, right? Same thing if you spend 50 if you get a $50 gift certificate, we're going to give you an extra $10 one for free. And uh, if you spend 100 if you come down here and get a $100 gift certificate, you're actually going to get an extra $20. For free amazing so that's a pretty cool deal yep. and uh, again I implore you uh, especially you know you've got someone in your life that's had their permit for forever maybe they're the one that showed you how to shoot you know think about have you ever heard them take a class have you ever heard them talk about training right it'd be a great time you know that's that's a gift that some people will never buy for themselves correct but then if you buy them a class now they have to take it because you bought it for them they're right. obligated to it's also uh, a gift that keeps on giving. It is. It really is. Again, especially if it's someone who's your mentor in the in the shooting world, or just someone that you know, again, your, your parent or your spouse or whoever. Um, it's a it's a great idea, and I think uh, it's it's an underutilized little little pro tip there. I would love like like that's that's a gift. As much as I love getting socks, especially at my age, right? Um, that Wait. would be a great great gift. Did you say socks with an O? Yes. Okay. All of it. Gotcha. Yes to both. Okay. <laughs> to whatever you heard. <laughs> uh, so yeah, if you're watching this, you get a little advanced warning of our gift card sale. 
uh, that's going to go live. And I think this year might be the first year you can buy gift certificates on the website. We're going to try. We're going to try. We don't yeah. have that 100% locked down yet, but I think we're going to have that ability where if you're from out of the area or you just can't make it down here, you can go on the website and just say, hey, like I want to put 100 bucks on Pat's account and we can, that'll just happen. You'll get a receipt. You can give them whatever you want. We can send you a card with bumper stickers in it and stuff to give them whatever you want to do. Uh, we can accommodate that. So, and especially if you're gonna call and say, "I want to put $100 on Pet's account," you can, you can definitely <laughs> accommodate that 100%. Well, it'll it'll be 120 actually. Wow! Go. Yeah, there we go. Yeah. That is and true. Wow. Speaking of 120, I believe. Pistol Foundations class is exactly $120. There you go. Wow. So Look at that. You're getting you, it for 100 bucks. There you yeah. go. 100 bucks. Save yourself Now through some Christmas Eve. And uh, you'll be in there. Jingle so, jingle. I re yeah, I really like that class. I think it's a, a good one. Um, and then we're going to have uh, some pistol mechanics classes as well. So that's like a six hour. It's like a one. I say, I say it's six hours. I always run a little bit over. Oh, sure. Because, sure. you know what I mean, like, people have into questions, yeah. or we get excited about doing different stuff, or we got to shoot a certain drill, you know, it, it depends, I guess, if we, sometimes we'll shoot an exercise between one time and three times, depending, mm -hmm. and if we shoot everything three times, then it takes a lot more time. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Now, if we do everything one time, uh, that, I would say that's pretty, that's definitely rare. I don't think we ever just yeah. do something once and then move on. We usually do everything at least twice. Because mm -hmm. I want you to try it and just for the exposure, and then I want to give you a little bit of, you know, more knowledge, and then I want you to try it again. So we got with, a lot of interest in the ladies only one. Yeah, I'm excited about that one as well. We got, we always get some ass. Okay, man, <laughs> keep, keep going. What you were going? What you were gonna say? We, we always get some remarks that. <laughs> Well, just get some ass. <laughs> I, no, I don't want to be in, insulting or whatever, but we always get comments that just like really bother me, right? And one of the comments that people seem to make is about like whether or not like we have female instructors teaching female class. And like, unfortunately, I don't even know that many female instructors. Like, I know they're, they're out yeah. there, and I know that there are a bunch of them that are like super qualified mm -hmm. and very good, and probably more than you might think could shoot the pants off of me, like figuratively. Mm -hmm. But, yeah, but be that as it may, none of them work here or work with me. Or yeah, like, are I don't, I don't want to, you know, send Pat packing, but if you are someone that is at that level, like, send us a resume, because I feel like they don't exist. They're, they're unicorns. They just, they're know, around, they're, they're out there. Not here. Sure. No, right, but you know what I mean. But yeah, like locally, the, yeah. there's just not a lot of. So we're, you know, if there was one, they would be teaching this class. Correct. I guess we'll put it that way. Correct. Yeah, and if the, if there is a female instructor out there that wants to like come and do like a little, you know, wants to have a conversation about coming in here to help out with something like that, I would I would love to entertain that conversation. Because I understand. I guess I understand that. I don't. I don't. As a privileged male, I don't maybe agree with that mindset, but I could see where someone. Is more comfortable. Are you mansplaining? No. Oh, Listen, okay, do you know what? I happen to know that there are a lot of, you know, uh, people out there who feel like 
it should be a female instructor teaching the females only class, mm -hmm. and maybe there are even some females who would be more and more comfortable with a female instructor. But um, I have a very good track record personally, and we as mm -hmm. a store mm -hmm. have a very good track record of being uh, like a, a good welcoming environment for everybody, uh, regardless of any of the oh absolutely right yeah any of the differences that are you know male female. Uh, Racial, if you come here, cultural, whatever, and you like guns, we like you. Right, that's pretty much that's the requirement, it. right? Yeah. Like, if you come here and you're like a gun person, or you you just want to learn more, and you have like <clears throat> the right attitude towards safety and stuff like that, we're gonna have a, an awesome experience. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So you know, I just want to make sure everybody knows, and <clears throat> if there are any of our female uh, people out there who have maybe worked with me in the past, um, hopefully you guys will know that. Um, you know, we do our best here to definitely welcome that growing segment of the shooting. I do have a question about that class. Sure. We had a customer in here today yes. who asked, and I could, I gave her what I thought the reason was. Uh -huh. She asked why no 22s allowed, no 22 LR in that class. That's okay. the only handgun she has. That's a great so question. So that was the reason she asked. So, 22 long rifle, there's a bunch of different reasons that I could give you. But realistically, it comes down to ammunition reliability. That's exactly what I told her. Right. I, to I just told her basically that that's telling, that's our indication to you that that's not a defensive handgun. Correct. It's still a, it's a great handgun. Everyone should own a 22 handgun. 22s are fine. They, they have, have their place. Them, for sure. But yeah, like if you're going to teach a defensive handgun class, there are things that come up in that class that, I don't like, like say like recoil management. or just There's certain things where like 22 has like, nerfed that requirement and now you know what I mean you can well, either well, there's that. Or just, again you're, you're saying you're just drawing that line in the sand like you won't allow a circle holster in a class but even like, from just a get this out of your head 22 feeding not, ammunition sure. reliably yeah. you know what I mean and everybody's got too, yeah. right if you have like lead round nose ammunition going into your semi-auto 22 and it's not it's properly like clean and lubricated right yeah. like it's it's not going to work Right, and if your ammunition's a little bit underpowered and your gun gets a little bit dirty, there's so many different things that can go wrong. If you're shooting a twenty, if you're shooting a twenty-two, like okay, if you're if you come with a nine millimeter Glock, there is a, a I would say fifty-fifty chance that you own six magazines or more. Sure, yeah, you know what I'm saying. Yeah, if you're coming here with a twenty-two caliber handgun, there is a ten percent chance that you own more than two magazines. Whatever it came with. You know what I'm saying? Like you're, right. you're not out there you're right. stocking up on all these you're magazines, right. and yeah. and you don't have a proper holster for that gun. You don't carry that gun. Right, like, it's a range gun. It's a gun yeah. that you take to the range, right? So there's oh, all of these cool. different reasons why I'm not gonna allow that into the because that's not what the class is for. Right. The class is for people that want to carry a handgun and want to learn the proper mechanical operation of that handgun um, first, and then we can get into some other stuff but you know the yeah. the pistol mechanics class is for people that have a proper holster want to learn how to use that they have magazines want to learn how to reload their pistol you know want to learn the foundational skills to keep that thing working and to use it efficiently and effectively that's what that class is for boom makes so sense that's we a don't great class we don't have 22s b dog we got any uh questions comments concerns We've got a lot of stuff queued up let's do let it let me uh let me Go just ahead. Todd Todd says because this is this is along the lines of what we were talking about. Todd Chanel mm -hmm. says that you can just identify as a as a lady for that day. Problem solved. There you go. 
No, please don't. <laughs> <laughs> don't put me in that position where I gotta. Don't make it awkward. Don't you put that evil on me. <laughs> don't, make it, don't make it awkward, man. I marked that I was interested in yeah. the Facebook event sure. just to boost, you know. Yeah, no, whatever. that's a good thing. Then your friends you know? will see it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 And I saw Phil Casper like, ha ha. That I was interested <laughs> in the ladies' there. class. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I was like, okay. okay. Silly man. All right, Brian, what do we got? Brian, let, yeah, talk to us. So, yeah, we've probably got at least a half dozen. I feel like I can't get up so directly behind this. Yeah, we're going to. I think so it goes out quick, one more notch. Uh, Wesley sent a heart to Daddy. Aw, baby boy. See, yes. even that, though. Patiently Just, awaiting I, I, his yes. little sister. I appreciate the patience, Wesley and Shannon. I did get to you guys. <laughs> um, he saw... Every time he's like, Daddy, are you going to see the hearts if I send them to you? Aww. The hearts and the thumbs? You won't see, but you'll I want to send you so many hearts. Uh, we'll tell him for you, Wesley. He's so cute. He's a good boy. Um, so related to the training discussion real quick, so a little bit out of order. Um, pistol classes are great. This is from Mike. But any plans for rifle stuff? Um, I don't know, man. Rifle stuff is hard for open enrollment because a lot of people don't want to bring them out as much. I mean, we can definitely get a little group together um, and do it. We could do some one-on-one -on -one stuff. Um, but, yeah, I think it's just going to be... I think the rifle stuff is going to be few and far between for a little while. Okay. So, Brandon like is it. messing with the rifle in question. Josiah does ask, is that a CZ600 tray? Oh, yes. it sure is. I'm disappointed. Doesn't work with GI mags? I, I see your thumbs up, buddy. P-Mag all day. P-Mag, but not Stanag. That's lame. Stupid. Yeah. Magazine yeah. is fine. <laughs> not a fan. Okay. Still cool, though. Yeah, yeah. CZ600. Uh, Why would it only work with Uh Maybe it doesn't work with Lancers. I like CZ a lot. I like that they make very traditional guns, Woodstocks. You know, like the, what is it, the 5.8 or the 5.27s? 5.27s are cool. You know, the American series. Or, yeah, uh, they make like just classic. That shotgun. Some bolt action ones. Yep. Yeah, they've got some like side-by-sides, like bird guns. They've got some very classic guns. Yeah, and then they just go the like, it's like yeah. they've got a few different divisions of the company. And there's one that's just like, be like Caltech, kind of. Right. <laughs> just do, do whatever. Yeah. So this is a neat. I don't know. It's a two. It's a two two three. It's got this neat collapsible. You know, I love. I love that. You know, the collapsing stock. Yeah. Just because it's so slim Sleek. now versus yeah versus a side. Oh, you could shoot it like that if you wanted to. Yeah, yeah. Good. Um, super neat and yeah. There's some gripes. The safety. I'm not in love with where that is, but you could get over it. Um, and I don't, this is a very European thing, when it's on safe, you can't work the, the bolt. Which, I don't know. If you're going to have that feature, I'd rather almost that it be a separate control on the bolt or like Correct. a rudder. Uh, like how the, like Why how don't the we have a three position or, safety? Yeah, or exactly. Exactly. Let's do um, a three position and then we can lock the bolt if we want to, but I don't have to put my gun on fire in order to chamber around. Because that's my yeah, like complaint with it. Is like I put a magazine in there. It's got ten rounds in it, and then I want to cycle the bolt. And now I have to have the safety off sure. with the live round. And right. is that an issue? No, definitely not. I'll just put the rifle back on safe again if that is the requirement. Right. But 
even so, there's no need for me to manipulate the safety as an unnecessary administrative action sure. there. Sure. I just don't like unnecessarily admi unnecessary administrative gun handling. Eleven seventy-five, brand new. That's a that's a good price, though. I think for I think what so it is, yeah, for it's how seven. handy and small, I bet. Yeah, it's basically a chassis. Chassis rifle takes yeah. AR mags, well, P mags, anyways. I bet it would take that Stenag mag if if we messed with it. You could probably more. fiddle with it a little yeah, bit yeah. and get it to work. You know, it's there's it's, probably somebody uh, on YouTube that knows the. It's a pretty slick mag. rifle. The trigger is very nice. Trigger. Is you know, good. I don't know if uh, this is a pretty new rifle. I don't know if either the, some of their other rifles, if this is compatible with a trigger that's out there. Right. Not sure, but uh, yeah, I don't. I wouldn't mess with it. I mean, it's. I think it's fine here. I don't really like the angle of the dangle on the bolt. No. Not a huge fan. Sticks out too far or what? Yeah, I just wish it was a little bit more tucked in. Sure. The, I don't know. Sure. So, I don't know. That's yeah. a very minor complaint. I wanted the to show off. I don't like either. Yeah, the, sa the safety's a big one. Oh, it was over here. Um, I wanted to show off that H&K, Josh, but yeah. it already sold. It's that gone. That H&K you posted. She gone. Um, we were saying before the stream, like, man, when I was in high school, and still, I would say, to a lot, like, I was, <laughs> I feel spoiled. The only reason that's not a grail gun anymore is because we have the real thing. We have UMPs. Yeah. But, like, that gun, the HK USC, uh, that's, a, that's a, like, a holy grail gun to a lot of people. And especially, you know, back, uh, like I said, like, 10, 15 years ago, like, when we were in high school, well, when, when Josh and I yeah, I was a nice boy. Uh, <laughs> you know, were you fighting a war? Right. <laughs> uh, you know that that gun was like unobtainable. Like you would have never, you I would have never thought I'd walk into a gun shop in Western New York of all places oh, and nice. just see one on the shelf. But here you did. Well, I think here it's firing pin. Very briefly. <laughs> I think it's very like briefly. Perfect, yeah. I think it's like the perfect semi-auto for here, though, because it doesn't have a muzzle device. It's a good one. And it's very easy yeah. to make it compatible or make it compliant, rather. And it's still comfortable. Just by putting mm -hmm. shark fin on there, and then it's still going to do all of the normal shit. That yeah, people were do. saying that it looked awkward, but it actually was quite it's very comfortable usable. because yeah. of the ambidextrous mm -hmm. safety. Well, mm -hmm. and depending on who made, like, depending on the actual <laughs> shark fin itself, like. You can get Kydex wrapped with a little thumb dealy on there. Ooh, you know what I'm sure. saying? Like, and then you get a good false grip on that bad boy. A good false grip. Fake uh, news. What? Uh, Fake excuse grips. me. What? What did we sell that for? Fifteen. Yeah. Fifteen ninety nine. That's a good yeah. price too. I mean, yep. that's not. Uh, that's not crazy. For an H and K. Right. Compliant. Right. right. Rifle. Absolutely. You know. So, what? Uh, what other questions we got? So we've got quite a few and more coming in. Okay, it. buddy. Um, is there another archery tournament scheduled? There is not. I'll be honest, life got a little bit in the way once we got the archery uh, stuff set up. I'd still like to start accumulating some things and when the springtime comes, you know, hit that hard. Or uh, maybe we could put signups out for a winter league. And maybe there's a night of the week where, you know, maybe the range closes down at 6 and from 6 until 9 or 10 or something like that, we do archery. So we're always down to try different stuff if you, the viewer, are interested in it. You know, if, if the customers support it, we're down. So, I mean, you I know. Yeah. Why not? Yeah. I bet people Why not? Do it. 
That dude would come out and shoot some archery at night time. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. If you are an archery expert and you're maybe looking for a little part-time dealio, again, it wouldn't probably be until the springtime, but I don't know. It wouldn't, you know, like I said, it's not going to be something full-time, but a couple, two, three nights a week maybe. Hit us up. Send us an email if that's something you're interested in. So, question from Andrew, looking to get into muscle loaders, any suggestions? Yeah. Or Josh right up. <laughs> Man, you know what? I don't have a lot of experience with muzzle loaders, but all of the experience that I've had with muzzle loaders has been with a CVA. And, uh, man, they just make it easy. Um, it was very, very daunting for me going from somebody that had never owned or shot a muzzleloader to get into it but man like I said like CVA made it super easy they got a lot of videos online their products are very good and like SIG they are a total systems provider in the muzzleloading world sure they own the company that owns CVA also owns multiple other companies that make Supporting things that you need. Yeah, right. So, for example, CVA, the um, CVA makes uh, their own brand of uh, like muzzle-loading projectiles, which sure. was very easy to uh, you know to match up to the rifle and everything. And uh, I think it's really cool when you go to muzzle-loading. Uh, as a former scientist, there's a bit of trial and error there, you know, finding the right loads, finding the right grain weight, the right kind of powder, the correct number of, you know, like how many pellets are going to get you the best results. Sure. Um, so I really like the CVA stuff. They have very, very entry-level guns like the Wolf uh, that can be found for less than 200 bucks sometimes. Um, and they have some super high-end, like, tack-driving muzzle loaders. Um, We've got some over there. Right? Yeah, yeah. we got some CVAs. Yep, we got some New. CVAs in stock. Uh, I have two CVAs. I have a uh, CVA Acura MR. stands for Mountain Rifle. It's uh, a shorter-ish length. Um, on the barrel, but the barrel is made by Bergara, so Ooh, it's a very nice. Is it fluted? Yes. Yep. It's a very good barrel. Is it stainless? Um, it is stainless. Yep. Uh, and if Dan's watching, he can uh, confirm that that thing works. Um, I have taken three deer with that with that one so far. Have not missed once, which that's is awesome. good with a muscle loader. That's awesome. Yeah, <laughs> that's that's very good. There's a perceptive delay there. Yeah. yeah, have not missed. Have not had to shoot more than once. Have not had to track. Um, that's awesome. I mean, the first one I ever shot with my muzzle loader, we actually got it um, on tape because <laughs> Dan was filming. And man, as soon as you hear the round go off, you just see the deer go Ugh, and just fall. That's it. I mean, it's a, dead, dead. you know, I know some people look down on that as antiquated, which, I mean, compared to metallic cartridges, it is. Sure. But when you're talking about power, mm -hmm. I mean, it's a 50 caliber projectile. Right. 
the bullet construction is generally very good with a modern. You know, I mean, if you're just throwing a lead ball out there, yeah, of course. Yeah. But like, I mean, even a lead ball will do quite well. Sure. Uh, but you know, if you use some of those, I don't know if you use like a Hornaday load or there's. Some, so I use the Powerbell Arrow Light yeah, 250 like, grain. Some of those. So they, like a Spitzer style, essentially. They they make like 405 grain. Right. You know, you know you're talking about uh, a, you know, what I know you don't like have a chronometer to measure it, but like. They're not supersonic, but they're eight, nine hundred feet per second. Probably, I mean, they're at zooming. Least, they're going. Least, yeah. They don't break the sound barrier, right? I don't think, but I don't know. They might. I don't know what kind of. It'd be fun. We should maybe crawl. I don't know. Someday. Yeah. I don't I, know if we have a. a I do not know what the FPS. If someone has one, it would let us that. borrow it. Yeah. That'd be a fun science experiment. Just because I've never mm -hmm. thought of what you know. Just to put some perspective on it, you yeah. know, people think again. I will admit they're obsolete, maybe, or, or you know, people are into them because you get extra time to hunt. You right? get extra time to hunt. That's the reason you get yeah, them, right, right. right? But at that same time, like you said, you take that one shot. If you do your part and put it where it's going to go, that's a hell of a round hitting oh, that yeah. deer. It's a lot. So, oh yeah. It's is it an older system? Yes. Is it still effective? Energy. Absolutely. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, I, I really like uh, I really like the muzzleload hunt. Um, I, I bought a CVA Wolf with fiber optic iron sights after the first season that I hunted with a muzzleloader because I had deer run by me at like 20 yards and when I came up uh, with my three power scope, you know, it was too much. It was just too close. So uh, now I have one with iron sights. If I think I'm going to be closer, you know, I can track a running deer a little bit easier with irons than I can with a... Uh, you just hit triangle and switch, switch your gun. Yeah. Triangle. Yep. <laughs> Those yep. fiber optic sights work pretty well for stuff that's close enough. Yeah. Especially at the time you're going to go hunting, too. you don't too. need no magnification. Low light. Snow time. Situations. Yep. Yeah. Yep. What else we got? So, comment from Jeremiah, and I'm going to group a second one, the one that they just dropped. He's taking uh, Todd's slot and making fun of you for your name tag. Ah. Yes. Uh, yes. Uh, but so his other comment is uh, one of his fellow NCOs took our 16-hour class recently. Nothing but praises, um, knowledge and details provided were very good. So uh, good report there for our instructors. Awesome. Appreciate it. Great. Thank you, Jeremiah. Awesome. I don't want to beat it to death too much because we talked about it a lot last stream. Yeah. And we actually posted if, I don't know if you I guys saw know, somebody posted the video. Tyler was able to pull out that snippet of us talking about the, uh, the class. Just one thing I would like to say about it is New York State put out a minimum requirement, a minimum set of requirements. And the reason I bring this up is Genesee County just today sent us a form that we have to fill out certifying that our instructors meet the requirements to be called instructors that teach this class Good. and also that when each student takes the class that they have met these minimum standards per New York State and I will say again that our class goes so far beyond those minimums you know they, that again I think what we charge for this class you are definitely getting more than your money's worth that's, I would all, say, that's all I want that's all I got to say about that. I would say so. I think uh, I think we're definitely putting out a good uh, product. Uh, it sounds like we've gotten some good feedback. We're definitely gonna keep filling classes and um, you know, we're not
excited that we have to do it. Right. But if we have to do it, then we're excited that we're able to do it um, and, you know, offer you guys a really good mm -hmm. service there. Mm -hmm. So Nice. So the next one, and this one could get us uh, a little backed up in uh, uh, oh, questions. Oh, All right. What is your everyday... Oh, sorry. Uh, well, kind of misread the question, but we'll just hit it quickly anyways. Everyday carries. Mine is the P365XL by Sync. I carry a Shadow Systems MR920L. Yeah, they're Glock 43, they're Glock 19. Uh, same as Pat. Boom. And I just did a little bit of research uh, with a standard load. The, oh, awesome. Um, the Power Belt Arrow Lights. Yeah. Um, can. Again, with a standard charge, can reach 1,800. 1,800 feet per second. So that's yeah. definitely supersonic. Yeah. What's that, like 1,200-ish? I think so. Is, is that somewhere in there? It uh, depends on your altitude, man. of course. That's zipping. That is. So how many, what's a standard load? Is that two pellets? I think standard is two. Two, two, yeah. two white hots? Three, because, yeah, that's 100 grains. Do you like white hots or red hots? I like. Do you go with one of each? Ooh. Typically one of each, yeah. But, no, yeah, that is what I use in my muzzle loader. White hots? Yeah, I do yeah. use white hots, yep. Y'all are wild. I'm trying to figure out if they're lead free. That's always made me laugh. Like, nowhere else in the country do they probably have white, white hots. and red hots, are, yeah. are hot dogs. But, yeah, for those that don't know, that's a type of black powder pellet. They're called white hots. So, for the person who just asked about uh, mine and Josh's, or who just asked the mm -hmm. group about the carry pistols. It was Jim. Um, Pelotera. Oh. <laughs> oh. Oh. <laughs> I carry a Caltech PF11. P3AT. Okay. <laughs> well, I did see someone ask what our EDCs were. What okay. A, what Sorry. a dick. It was Jim. What a yeah. dick. <sighs> so funny. Uh, so I got this, a holster I got to return to some company out of New Hampshire. Some. Yeah. <laughs> uh, this is pretty much the pistol that myself and Josh carry. Doesn't, ours don't have the threaded barrels. Um, and the grip frame is a little bit shorter, but I gotta get, get the idea. I want to be cool. The like shadow, friends. yeah, it's it's a good hangar. Okay, um, so quick question to directly to Pat and Jeremiah: Is the okay. guard that I dropped off going to work? Oh, hundred percent. Yes, I'm going to get actually. There's a. There's an FN barrel back there that's uh, fixing to get some love. I'll make so. you a deal. They've been sitting there too long. Oh, don't you worry. <laughs> um, so I guess we Jim did ask why for our EDC. So I guess in like one sentence or, or two sentences. Oh, sentence like or less, why did we why pick did our specific guns? Well, I, I picked the Shadow Systems gun because when I shot it, I thought it was a Glock, but with a couple of minor upgrades that I really liked, namely... It was a direct mount solution for a lot of different optics. Mm -hmm. Had a match grade barrel. Had a very, very good trigger. And it had the ability to change the grip angle, which um, I really liked. I shot it with the uh, straighter grip angle for a little while. And I recently actually went back to the, the Glock uh, 19, like standard backstrap, because mm. I found that that was actually working better for me. Um, just right now, but that's, that's the 19 one. 
This one is? Yeah. Yeah, that's what I've liked the, yeah. the most. The 19 one worked pretty well. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I just basically, I thought it was a, a Glock, but just a, you know, a cut above as far as like the frame and some of the other minor little things that I liked. I also like uh, how it's got, it's basically a Gen 3 handgun, but it's got like a Gen 4 guide rod. So I thought that was pretty cool. That's cool. Yeah. I just haven't had enough range time with the shadow systems yet to like make the switch, but mm -hmm. I know I will eventually. I just haven't, you know. It's I'm a dope gun. Gonna, you like it? I'm probably gonna get rid of my 43 for a CR. Yeah. CR 920. If I lived in a free state, it would be a 365 with like the what the macro, the 17 round yeah. mag. Like yeah, yeah. I think that's the guy. Just in New York. I don't know. It just sucks. You may as well go with, like, the shadow system, like the CR, you know, sized. Yeah. It's not that much bigger, okay. but, like, I don't know. I just wanted something I can get my hand on. That's what I, I that's what I, I yeah. don't have, like, really big hands, but I still want something that, like, when I go to reach for it, I know exactly where it is. Yeah. And my hand is going to be exactly where I want it to go, and I don't have to worry about, like, grabbing too low and missing my pistol grip. I'm not sure worry about grabbing too high and getting up on my slide. I just get my hand where I want it, oh. and I go. I always go like thumb to the belly button, and then we're there. Nice. Mm -hmm. um, I you didn't mention like the barrel length, did you? No. Okay. That's that's like my main reason for because it's got a four for and this half. gun. Yeah. Because um, with a with a light at the end, I mean, man, if I could carry a five-inch barrel, I would. Right. And I just found out that Walther makes a PDP with the compact grip and a five-inch barrel. Oh, dude, that'd be so dope. And it's it's cool. We transferred one. I was like, I didn't even know this existed. Yeah, PDPs are, are pretty nice. Because, like, this is already out there. Yeah. You know? Yeah, that's one thing I noted about my new um, X-Compact is that the HL or TLR1 sticks out quite a ways. Correct. Yeah. Compared to the barrel, so I may have to go yeah. for a smaller light. That's why that's why this to me is far superior to a 19. Yeah, really. Brian, if if you're going to carry with a light. Brian, I, th I would think like a TLR7 would be more suited for yeah. what you're like carrying, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. That would so be that would be dope for you though. Probably what I'm going to end up doing, because yeah, I, I switched I like away from too. my yeah, they're from cool. my, I switched away from the Glocks for my full size to the P320X Compact yeah. just a couple weeks ago. So yeah, P320X Compact is a really good handgun. I, I like for I sure. like all the X frame guns a lot. For sure, for sure. Okay, what else um, we got? Ooh, Cody Butlin's watching. Mm. I'm so nervous. Mm. <laughs> Swoon, well, so handsome. And it's kind of apropos because this next comment or question has the word heart in it but not like <laughs> swooning like that kind of heart but still it's just kind of funny yeah yeah um have you guys ever used heart barrels they're a local company out of syracuse i have not i saw that question come through from mr rotter i didn't know never heard of them i have not ar barrels have any experience I'm no um no they make just a lot they make uh like higher end oh. barrels for bolt guns cool heart like h-a-r-t precision ah cool yeah cool, cool, cool. i had a i had a mauser uh 
It's the one that had a large ring Mauser. Hmm? Manzella Precision. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I had a large ring uh, Mauser. It was a Model 98 with a uh, heart barrel that had been rechambered in. Uh, it was chambered in 30 out six. Hmm. And um, do I remember that? Yeah, it was the one with the really nice stock, but it had like the cattywampus, like the scope mount was, the scope mount was like drilled weird. Such a great word. I don't know. I love that word. So that I is... couldn't, I could never mount a scope after I took, after yeah. the scope mount got lost, I could never mount a scope. Because whoever mounted it, the scope mount, or the mounting holes were drilled crooked on the receiver. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So the mount was like a custom made yeah. one-off that was Specific to the <laughs> so then once it was corrected the defect, yeah. yeah so then Jesus. once that mount was lost, like the gun was useless yeah. pretty much. So that's neat though. I'm intrigued by a small, semi local Syracuse is local, I would say, in, in yeah. this world. Uh, that's neat that someone is making rifle barrels because that's not easy to right. do. I, uh, just comment, he said on their site they say both AR 15 and AR 10. Ah, so. There oh, we go. All right. Well, I stand maybe that's something to look into. That yeah, because I, I I love supporting local industry. Well, and especially you know. like there's a lot of higher like even those FN barrels are not cheap. Right. Those, those FN are, barrels what, are three, pushing fifty three seventy five. I think they're like three hundred some yeah. odd dollars. Yeah. So I mean, if you know, Hart's making a nice barrel and right. it's if, in that price point range, yeah. why not? Let's get some. Cool. So we've got um, is from one of our strange customers, a, a Joe Terzio. Oh man, sounds okay. Italian. Um, he's asking what hunting holsters do we recommend. So I'm guessing probably for his like Glock 40. Sure. Sounds like one of those immigrants who shouldn't. Like uh, <laughs> um, that was that was New York City back in the day, by the way. That was Tammany Hall. Right. I so, think everyone should have guns. Just Holster It makes a chest rig. Is it similar to the Kenai one? It's similar, but different. Sure. Their chest rig can accommodate any of their holsters, which is cool. Yeah, it is neat. That makes that cool. Um, I have one of those. It's very good. But I really do like my Kenai chest holster for my 40 MOS. Um, it's because of the way that the just holster system works, it stands off a little more from your chest and with my very heavy gun tends to angle the gun just outward too much a little, a little bit in toward toward me and um, oh like your muzzle in toward you but yeah the, and the Kenai because it's elastic um, it's very tight just suck it in and it area. moves with you well my only complaint about the Kenai is that the retention is too good right um, but hmm. here's how in in the fact that if I wanted to draw it I really got a yank on it and it's very noisy yeah I was gonna say it's probably making so that's my complaint about the Kenai, but what I do is when I get into my tree stand, right, and I get all settled, and I sit down, I take it out, and I just kind of rest it there. Mm-hmm. You just hang it. So it's on in. The trigger guard, off a little. Yeah. <laughs> so, right. So it's in the holster, but it's not retained. 
in the holster. Uh, yeah. And that's what I do. Um, so if anybody has any other uh, comments about hunting holsters. You should talk to just holster dudes them. and let them know, like, hey, we should tweak this thing a little bit. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Because they're awesome. For sure. They're cool guys. I wonder if they could you know, put the wedge kind of idea for, like, a appendix holster to help air, angle the barrel and yep. back more straight down. Yep. I'd like to try to get them to make something similar to the Kenai that comes in at a lower price point because I think they could sell a lot of them. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like if they could tweak whatever the they're kind of the only game in the town or whatever. It's the most expensive holster I've ever bought. It was 150 bucks. It's wow. very it, yeah. It's pricey. I, I bet they it's could like, make something though. that's pretty like similar. I think they could do it for 75 or 80. Yeah, 80 man. Bucks, you should you, know? you should chat with those guys and see yeah, if you yeah. can. What else? Basically, the only thing we have left now is Josh. You've already seen this, but uh, someone brought up the issue we had with a customer today, and I think it's a good, you know, thing to discuss safety. You know, just remind sure. about safety again. Yeah, yeah. So Jim, Jim uh, made a comment. <laughs> he was here uh, in the store. Jim McGee. Yeah. When I when. Uh, What's up, Jim? What happened? He said I had excellent professional composure. Today, which I didn't feel like I did, because I got, uh, I was, I was pretty heated. Um, I think anybody would be a little hot when that yeah. happened. So what happened? So, um, like always, I was doing six things at once, and, uh, uh, and Brian was like, hey, Josh, can you take a look at this man's AR? And I was like, yeah, sure. Like, what do we got? And he put it up on the counter here. You know, he, I went to open the box and then he, from the opposite side of the counter, grabbed his AR before I could get to it. And his muzzle went from, from here to here. It like instantly. And I was like, whoa. And I cursed a lot. Mm -hmm. I was like, don't point that thing at me. Um, you know, what, what, what the hell? I mean, know? like that's, yeah. It's not loaded, bro. But so I go to uh, but, you know clear it and uh, open up. He did say that, right? He didn't. No. Oh, okay. I don't know. He may have. I was, you know. Oh, sure. I had like tunnel vision at that point. But usually that's what people say. Like, what's well, oh, not a big deal? I've heard it so many, yeah. Not loaded. So I, I pull back the charging handle. Because you can't and, drop the magazine because it's you know correct state compliant. Pull back the charging handle and. Uh, it goes, it doesn't extract or reject, but it goes to double feed. And I was like, well, this thing's fucking loaded. So I was like, and it's fucking loaded. Like, what the fuck is going on here? Like, and you want me to help you? You just pointed a loaded gun at my forehead, and now you want me to help you? I was like, so I was... It's not funny. I'm sorry. I was, well, yeah, I was, I was very heated, you know, dropping a lot of F-bombs, going into the back, clearing, you know, I take it to the gunsmithing shelf. You know, take the base pad off the magazine, rip the, you know, mag guts out, take the bullets all out of the magazine, take the one out of the chamber that was directly pointed at my eyeballs. Mm -hmm. And uh, I come back here with a handful of my bullets and I toss them in his case and I'm like, now that the fucking gun's unloaded, what did you want me to look at? And he was like, well, I just needed help unloading it. <laughs> and I was like, well, it's unloaded. Like... Yeah. But Don't. he knew it was loaded. Okay, he, he, there's so many problems. So I have so many, and I'm really glad that I was not here 
because like as cussed out as you think he got, he would have gotten old Sarge would have eighty-seven <laughs> times more cussed out. So but I said, like, don't ever bring a loaded gun in here ever again. Sure. Yeah, like if anything, leave that stuff in the car and then let me know that like. Hey, but he didn't even tell me. Like, if he had told didn't tell me, you that the gun on the case, hey, is the gun on the counter is loaded. I don't know how to unload my gun. My gun is loaded. And then he, I could be like, okay, let me right, take care of it. Don't touch it. Right. And then yeah. what's he doing touching it? Like he brings it to you and you're opening the case. And then why is his hands getting Just into the mix? Tell me. And then like, why is the muzzle getting so drastically out of position that it's ending up right How old was I have so many problems. Guy? 20s. Yeah. I have so many problems with this whole scenario. And so like once you, once you like yelled at him, what was his attitude? Uh, like was he like puppy dog with like between his legs? Was he like giving yeah. attitude back? Because that's the worst when when yeah. we have to correct people like that, and then they have the audacity to give us attitude. Um, you know? Yeah. Very, so I always wonder uh, like what you know is he very complacent after, yeah, yeah, after okay. that? Um, that's at least. And to his credit, I, I asked because after that I told uh, I told Joe uh, and Brian I was like, listen, I'm not I'm not going to deal with this kid. I was like, if he needs something else, it's hard. Yeah, he, it's he hard. Let's take care of him. Yeah. I was like, I'm not. It's hard to like not doing change it. gears right. after that, and not yeah. just you know, because you want to yeah. just harp on it. Your turn sandwich. <laughs> yeah. I uh, I checked in with the boys after they had left, and I was like, which one of you cashed him out? Because he did go on the range after that, yeah. and I, I for. Five minutes I sat there and I was like, man, do I even want to let this kid in the range right now? I was yeah. like, yeah. I want to be like, look, you're not shooting today. Not today, anyways. Yeah, yeah. like you need to learn. Yeah. So I, Which we would have, I, I would have supported that. I, I yeah, yeah. I, I don't fault you for letting him shoot either, though, because I'm sure he was super embarrassed about it. And, and hopefully that is something that sticks with him. I don't want to say. I'm not here to give people a hard time. But I, like, I feel like you either take training and you learn through a structured environment like that and hopefully through your training if it's quality like like ours would be you learn a lot of those do's and don'ts and you never really have that type of scenario or you have that scenario and that's how you have to learn these lessons and thank gosh multiple rules weren't broken right like some terrible rules were broken two of them right never have the gun loaded with the action closed until you're ready to shoot and don't point at anything you're not willing to shoot at right uh luckily all four of the rules weren't broken because that's generally what it takes for someone to be injured you know uh and there was no you know there was no discharge or nothing you know i didn't get to that stage of uh of negligence but i feel like you know we all we fall into those two camps you either you kind of like you know learn like trial by fire and this is not some this is not a hobby there's a lot of hobbies that you shouldn't like skydiving is probably not one that you should learn like right. just, you know casually or whatever uh firearms are definitely one i don't feel you like know. you can be calm in that like no if i'm calm about it would it matter that much to him right probably not but no he's not gonna he's not gonna learn the same lesson i think as he would when he feels like genuinely embarrassed well there were six when, people in the store right yeah. and and then yeah that's the other thing too is like you want everybody you, how do i say this 
Not that you want everybody in the store to know that this dude isn't being safe, or you want him to know that that he's being like publicly shamed. But it's whatever. a learning. But the shame is part yes. of it, yeah. right? A hundred percent. Like yeah. the the part of it is like drawing the attention of everybody else. Like, look, that is not except like that's not what we do, right? And it's not a personal attack on him. It's not like, hey, motherfucker, like you know, right. you're not. And we don't him out. we don't do it for, you know. If you, uh, like if, you, if you if you if you thing. if you spin the cylinder and revolver and you slam it closed, we're not gonna we're gonna say hey don't do that again. We're not gonna freak yeah. out on you like that, right? Because it's those are different levels. Like yeah, that was a justified freak out. Correct. 100%, yeah, 100%. If, it's, if it's like a safety thing where we're talking about somebody's life limb or mm -hmm. eyesight, it's a totally different thing than like a procedural, right? You know what I mean? Like, and that's that's happened too. I mean, uh, John Huther uh, has had. A few scenarios in the range where someone has been very unsafe or they've been damaging the range. Right. And, you know, first of all, you're in a shooting range, so it's loud. So it's not like I can just go in there and be like, hey, man, just so you know. Like, right. You know, yeah, dude, yeah. Like, there are times where it needs to be like, whoa, 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 what are you doing? Stop it. Like, that's the only way to address it. And it's like, I'm not mad at you. I'm not like, I didn't beat you up. I'm not going to hurt you. Sure, sure. But it's like sometimes, yeah, like that need needs to, to happen. Like we will shake hands afterwards and like sure. you can come back most of the time. Uh, but yeah, like some, every now and then we'll have, we'll get a one-star review or something like that. And those are like, that's... Well, I got yelled uh, at. Right. Unfortunately, there's a lot of ego attached too. You know, we, we see it where the guy is here with his girlfriend and they're nailing the ceiling up there. And it's like, you know... I don't want to be having this conversation with you. Right. I want you to just be shooting the backstop like you're supposed to be. Uh, but here we are. Well, it's, 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 it's like not that difficult either to like be mindful of the trajectory mm -hmm. of, you know what I mean? Like you understand that, that paper doesn't stop bullets. Right. Like that, that's the thing is like a lot of times with, in that scenario that you're describing, it'll be somebody that's out there shooting at, at an upward trajectory. Ugh. And then it's like, yeah. hey, I'm hitting my target. When when you go out there and say something, it's like, well, I'm hitting my target. Okay, but what happens to the bullet after? Like, does the bullet stay in the target, or right. does the bullet go through the target? Because there's something behind there. It's called should we, property. Should we paint like? Remember in Men in Black, there was the scene where they're like shooting the monsters. Mm -hmm. and there was like a little girl with the books and stuff. Should we put like? Should we like paint on the baffles stuff that like people shouldn't be shooting at? Right. <laughs> just the white steel. Just so like, they know. I was gonna say like kids, but that's a very bad message to put no, up there. Right. Like, well, I, mean, I don't know. I don't know because if you do put kids up there, that somebody's in there shooting at the, you, could be like, all right, well, what if yeah. the ATF comes to use our range? Then they'll just can't put then they'll only be there. shooting. <laughs> <at me. laughs> so on the whole target height thing and shooting at an upward angle, uh, just like I said. So an example like where the guy is taller than this girl and sets the target for his height and doesn't adjust it. Correct. Yeah, no, that's a great example. We've all we've all seen that happen. Or we have we have some targets that are very long, mm -hmm. right? So if you hang those targets in like a portrait orientation as opposed to like a landscape orientation, we're gonna have a problem. Right. So if you just do the little thing, so I think paying attention to detail, right? And then obviously. When you guys come into the store, I think it's really important to observe like certain rules, right? Like when you're putting a gun case on the counter, only one person should be reaching into the gun case at a time. It's usually the guy behind the counter if you're bringing it to us, right? I'd say that that's like a pretty solid... And I, 
There's a sign on the front door, and I'm tempted to go unlock it and read it. I know I wrote it. I don't remember exactly what it I said. I wanted to do but that, But I too. think that, Thor, that there's a giant sign on the front door that says, like, go don't bring a gun face. in here. And, like, yeah. Because like, I, I brought that up. I brought that up earlier. I was like, I think there's a sign on it, like... I'm pretty yeah. sure there's a sign on the door. Like, says, there's yeah. a couple that might be like, and I wanted to say, like, tanks. hey, yeah. keep your gun in the case, and like, we'll take it out. Right. You know what I mean, because that like, is generally how I like ha having things done. I'll ask someone, can you put your gun up here? And like, I'm gonna take it out because we I'm know the safest direction right. generally, right? And they they may not. Attention, all firearms, unless holstered and concealed, must be unloaded with action open. Do not uncase or unholster a <laughs> firearm in the store until directed yeah. by staff. Did they can hear that? All firearms must so, be yeah. pointed in a safe direction at all times. Unless it's holstered, it's got to be unloaded. So wait. And keep it in the case until we tell you to take it out of the and case. And action open. Just. And action open. Hi. Do you mean to tell me that at your at your face is not a safe direction? That's not the safe direction. <laughs> okay, noted. My you telling me I gotta learn how to read to come to the firing pin? Listen, my face is my money maker. That's all we That's got. That's how I make my livings. <laughs> That's all I've got. <laughs> is this punum? That's how I make my livings. Yeah. Oh my god. Without my so face. So funny. So funny. Do we have any more questions, comments, concerns, bitches, grapes, complaints? It's bedtime. So far, it's just you know some other stories about people shooting things they shouldn't in the range. Don't shoot things. That's basically Don't. it at the moment. Okay. Yeah. Do we want to do some inventory stuff, and then we can? Sure can. We have uh, lots of hunting ammo. Yeah. For you last-minute hunting shoppers. Mm -hmm. yeah. um, a couple of years ago, we didn't have that. That's right. Yeah. A lot of cool handguns. A lot of cool lever guns. A lot of cool lever guns. Some of the coolest, I think. And quite honestly, if you don't have a semi, we sell that one, Henry, already. Yeah, that quite four, honestly. Or, uh, was that a 44? Yeah. 44 mag? Yeah, if you can't cool. get or don't have a semi-automatic rifle permit, arguably lever action yeah, man. would be the next logical... In particular, like a 357 or a 38 yeah, or something. Yeah, 100%. I've got two of those right now, a Rossi 357 for 775 and a Henry for 974. Can we is, talk about those Rossies for a second? Is the Henry a side gate? Yeah, we can. Those things are pretty no, good. It's a golden the color boy. case hardened. Yeah, those are, those are like decent. And it's guns. and it's rifle. Yeah, it's a I, rifle. I want to see. That's a long boy. That's the. That's not the Rossi. That's the Uberti. Oh, Uberti. Sorry. No, but still, the Rossi ones are nice, man. They're they're much like yeah. nicer than they used to be. That thing's long, like, right? And it's octagon. Yeah. Me, Reiki. I th I think that these guns have come a long way in terms I too. of. The quality, like I've been watching these you guns come through here. That really, the there's, a way, there's a way to delete that. Yes. Yeah. Nice. Yep. Um. Yeah, I don't know. As somebody who like pays attention to the build quality on a lot of this stuff, mm -hmm. um, I've been seeing Rossi guns get transferred through here for a while, and yeah. I, I do think that the build quality on some of these guns just seems to have gotten like markedly better. The quality of the yeah. finish. The way the stock is kind of fitted to everything, the way the actions move, um, just a lot more quality in the way that these are made, I think. For true. So yeah. if you guys are thinking about getting a, yeah, for sure. If you guys are thinking about getting some sort of a lever gun, um, don't sleep on the Rossies. Don't they're, do they're it. They're pretty nice. 
And they don't make very good pillows. <laughs> we got yeah, we got a gang of lever guns. I mean, Joe has not been saying no to any lever gun. Uh, nor have I. We also have a gang of shotguns. Shotguns have kind of come back into the uh, the limelight, as you will, for um, that uh, eighteen to twenty-one year old crowd that wants a gun. You know? Yeah. Now that the semi-automatic rifles are kind of yeah. We also we haven't uh, talked about that much on the stream, but federally. If you are between 18 and 21, you get an enhanced background check. Yeah, it goes no matter an instant delay. What you buy. So if you are 18 and you come down to buy this 590A1, you will be delayed. You like if you are between 18 and 21, you will no longer ever walk out with a gun. Same day. There's That's why. Essentially, a nationwide three-day waiting period. Is At least minimum. Is right? this something that's like new? Yes. Yep. Yeah, that's a that's a that's a. You know what? There's not a three-day waiting period on. What's that? Muscle loaders. Routers. And 3D printers. <laughs> My man. My man. Blocks there's, of aluminum. There's right. not Blood a parts. there's not a three-day waiting period on those. So I'm not a shotgun guy, as most of you guys know, but that 590A1 with the marine coat and the M-lock is pretty stinking. It fucks with cool. a I, I have never seen a shotgun from the factory. That gave you a... Where, well, where you could easily mount a light. Yeah. Yeah. It's always you have to buy, yeah, you know, that, that extra piece, yeah, that you can the clamp between the two tubes. Yeah. You've all light like, Right. You've always had those. Uh, I, I do love that. The Steiner thing the that they sold that light. Yeah, but like from yeah. the factory where you can just Streamline put a piece of rail on it and put any type of scout light that you'd want to. Yeah, it's pretty neato. Super cool. I like it. For all you uh, deer hunters, look at that. Still have a Glock 40 MOS. Don't know how. In stock. I shot mine uh, yesterday. If I wasn't given, getting away from Glocks, I would be picking that up myself. Well, cool. maybe you shouldn't get totally away from Glocks. There you go. I'm switching to one grip angle. Adjusting grip angle is throwing me off in the pistol mechanics class. It can it can be somewhat of a hindrance. I don't want to say that. That doesn't like, bother me at all. I don't I don't know why. I can. I don't I don't feel like the grip angle has any. Uh, input on how I shoot. Here's the thing. The reason that I changed back to my Shadow Systems Glock 19 grip insert mm. was specifically because I was shooting in our uh, New York concealed pistol class. We did, uh, I did like a little demo on the range and I was shooting my 19 with, I know it's weird. You did a demo. I did a demo, don't do it. <laughs> don't do it. You're such a show-off, Pat. What is this? The Navy SEALs? <laughs> just show oh, off, man, you guys are killing. So, I had was shooting with the iron sights, and I it was working, like, real good. Like, my gun was just doing exactly what I wanted to do. And then I was like, man, that grip angle felt awesome. And then I switched back to uh, the same one of my shadow systems. And when I brought the sight up, just every time, the sight was exactly... 
where I wanted it to. I mean, like I didn't yeah. have to. Like sometimes I'll go and I'll be doing dry fire and I'll do a draw and I'll press out and I'll be like, oh shit, I need a little bit more hmm. wrist. You know okay. what I'm saying? But then with the 19, just the way that my wrist naturally is behind that gun, yeah. it just kind of settles it right in. So I don't know. Maybe that's just me. Maybe I overthink it, which is probably. True. I don't know. I ha I haven't noticed. You know, I. I mean, you guys know all the guns I have. They're all very different. Well, you don't shoot with an optic that much on your pistols either. Well, that's true. Yeah. So I think that that's, that's probably the the differentiation there. <laughs> Cool. We got any other questions? Um, <clears throat> sorry, I got distracted. Uh, work is not leaving me alone tonight. <laughs> me either, man. <laughs> Sucks. <laughs> um, no questions, but one other thing. Uh, sounds like just a helpful customer kind of thing, talking about safety and uh, gun issues. Um, that Mike was here, and there was a guy with a possible squid. And, uh, oh, no, 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 okay, so this wasn't another customer, this was one of our staff members. I'm guessing it's Cam, because it's talking about a GI Vietnam pack. Could have been yeah, Cam, yeah, most likely. Um, but yeah, so the guy came out with a possible squib, and, um, actually, no, it was Mike himself, sorry. Um, and, you know, helped him check and make sure the gun was safe before he went back into the range. Cool. cool. Nice. Like it. Very. We got to give something away. Uh, so we're not going to be here next week. That's true. Thanksgiving. That's true. So we should do another giveaway uh, the week after. Yeah. Yeah. Let's weeks. do one. I like it. Uh, one last thing, or, or we can talk about other things, but one last thing that I want to make sure we get out of here. Uh, there was a bunch of bills that were passed over the summer mm -hmm. that have screwed a lot of us over. Mm -hmm. There was a bill that was passed that. I was very vocal about when it was passed. I haven't talked about it much because a lot of bills were taking effect that affected all of us. Mm -hmm. In September, Concealed Carry Improvement Act, among others. Uh, but there is a bill, S4970, which is aimed at, poor pun, but it was aimed at FFLs. Right. It's aimed at gun dealers. And it puts forth a set of requirements unlike any other state has for their dealers. Um, there are security requirements as far as alarm systems, camera systems. We have to store our footage that we get for two years. So Which we have to have not. two full years, right? Most DVRs will hold like 30 days to maybe 60 days worth at the most. Um, Again, physical security requirements. We have to have staff training beyond, again, what we already do anyways, because we want to have quality staff, but soon there will be mandatory New York State staff training. Uh, there are rules regarding now, like any gun shop that you go into, come December 4th, you will not be able to grab your own box of ammo off the shelf. Ammo must be kept out of reach of the customer. So you've seen our black and yellow ropes that we've had up for a while now, kind of in protest of this, or bringing awareness really to it. Uh, December 3rd, December 4th, right around the corner. It's like two, three weeks away, not mm -hmm. even. So uh, we've got a lot of scrambling to do. 
You're going to see some changes behind us here on the racks. Uh, <clears throat> I'm very sentimental about this place. Josh and I, as a lot of you know, built this building uh, with my parents uh, and a couple other people that helped us. But, you know, Josh and I did a lot of work. Every board that you see in this building, Josh and I put nails in. Like, we put those boards up. Uh, we built these shelves, right? Like, these, we did this, right? Uh, and again, I'm not, uh, I don't hate the changes that we're going to make. I, I'm looking forward to some of them as far as how we're going to store the guns. Uh, I wish we weren't forced to do this. I wish this was just a decision that, you know, hey, it's the right time. This is something we want to do. We've saved up for it. Let's do it. Uh, I'll be honest. I think as a lot of us were, we were hoping that the election would have gone a little bit different. Mm -hmm. We were hoping that maybe some of these laws, we would have known that, okay, like the SAFE Act, yeah, the law's on the books, but don't worry about it. You know, like we don't have the, re we don't have the means to enforce it now, so don't. Right. the law's not on the books, really. Uh, that didn't happen. So we kind of hedged our bets, and we waited, and uh, we got to scramble a little bit. So you might see some changes coming up. Um, I don't want to close down. Obviously, from a financial standpoint, we, we need the money coming in to pay for all this stuff. But also, I just I, I hate closing down so that we can't serve all you fine folk. But you might see some, there might be some dust around here some days when you come down. We might have like tarps up over certain parts of the store. We might have alternate arrangements for some time. So bear with us. We've got some changes we need to make. Um, but yeah, Bill 4970, uh, we've got to take every firearm and lock it in the safe at night. And that's a big change we have to make. Uh, there's uh, requirements in there. We have a bound book. Our books for the ATF. We you know we keep when a gun comes in. I log like the gun's information, where I got it from, and then like when you buy the gun, I log out who I got it from. So I have a record of like every gun, where it came from, and who it, who it went out to. So they can trace all these all these guns if they show up at a crime scene. Um, the ATF can come in once a calendar year and do an inspection we just went through one of ours we passed it just fine we're still here uh they can come in again in a year uh if there's like a criminal thing they can come in whenever they want and get our books uh, but we don't send them our books they come to us they take a look at them they kind of reconcile against whatever they have and then they leave right they don't take the records with them the feds are prohibited from having a registry of any kind which is what that would be new york state is not prohibited in any way and in fact will be creating a registry based off of i have to have a separate bound book just for new york starting december 4th and every april and november i have to send it to them mm -hmm. so that's nothing i there's nothing i can do about that same same with the ammo background check and the ammo registry there's no background check yet but there is a registry i have to log when you buy ammo i have to log what you bought who you are, your info, your occupation. God forbid we don't know where you work. Right. That's ridiculous. But uh, we're working to fight these. Uh, like when they were passed, this is probably the least, like, I mean, none of these laws are sexy, but this is the one that's going to get the least amount of attention, I think, because it's not aimed at you. It's aimed at me. It's aimed right. at us here. Cool. So you'll feel it when you go to any gun shop and you're not allowed to sort through the ammo yourself and... You know, you're going to have to look at it through glass, and then you're going to have to bother one of us 
It's not a bother. I don't mean to say it like that. But you don't have to come get one of us. I, when I'm the customer, I feel like it's a bother. For sure. You, you know what I mean? Like, deal. I don't want to bug somebody to, you know, whatever. Maybe I just want to check out, like, because there's data on ammunition. I want to compare two different boxes. I want to get the fastest velocity ammo in 10 sure. And now I got to ask you to open the cabinet just so I can compare the info on two boxes. Nobody wants to feel no, like it's, yeah. it's just stupid. So uh, there's a lot of changes coming down the pipe. And... We were talking about this before the stream. Uh, the city of Rochester back in like the 80s or 90s passed a bunch of laws that basically drove out all the gun shops in the city because it was too hard to meet all the requirements. It just didn't make sense. The stores that existed would have had to put too much resources in there to do it. Uh, and any store that wanted to open, it was like, why the hell would I even bother? Because right, I'm, I'm limited, place. right, I'll just go to Henrietta or I'll go to here, I'll Virgin, wherever. Uh, that's why there are no gun shops and until someone just really has to want to open one in the city right. to do it um, you know like you can't even if you if you have windows anyone from any angle walking by you can't you can't be able to look in the window and see a gun and it's like that's the point of having a, a city store would be like windows window, window shopping yeah or... like it's and that's just one of many requirements. They've had that requirement of having to lock your guns up in the safe again since the '90s. That's so okay. again, nobody's going to do that. It's just, it's just crazy. Um, I hate to sound like gun owners are always against like any type of improvement to public safety or whatever. We're not. Make changes that will make sense for all of us. That'll help. You know. Um, but I, I, I hate to say it. There's going to be a lot of stores that close up. We heard. Some scuttlebutt of a few today that when their licenses expire or first of the year or so, they're just done. They're done. I feel like there's going to be a lot of stores that once they get that first, you know, state police, we're here to see how you're complying with the law. Don't forget they hired 400 additional state troopers to do all this. All right. As soon as they're out of the academy, they're going to be hitting the road doing all this kind of crap. Uh, I'm really bummed about Queen City closing, man. <clears throat> End of an era. End of an era, dude. End of an era, man. man. Uh, but there are there are gun shops that will be closing. I I haven't heard or I, I haven't seen much from like the big box stores. Like I was at Runnings the other day, but I didn't go over to the gun department. I didn't think of it. I think their animals already locked up. I yeah. want to say, yeah, but like their guns, are they going to lock their guns up at night in the vault? Like are they just going to keep them in their in their cases? Like what we plan on doing? I, there's just so many, you know, unanswered questions that. Uh, or like I haven't been over to like Sportsman's Warehouse in a long time. Do they have their ammo just out on the shelf where you can grab it? Are they gonna lock up? I've been there. You know, forever. tens of feet of in you know like I got the quote to lock up 12 feet worth, and I had a heart attack reading the price quote. They have a lot more money than we do. They have a lot more shelf space too. They might have sure. they might have 100 to 200 feet worth of aisle that they gotta enclose. Right. You know, uh, and then. Like we were saying, if you're a young guy, or if you're someone who's been saving up, you've been working a job, you're gonna, you know, you're gonna retire and open up a gun shop of your own now. Are you gonna now that you have to jump through all these hoops? Right. You know, we have to. We're here. We're not gonna close up. Uh, we're too, too, we're in too deep we're right in. now. Uh, but again, like one, one of the requirements is you've got to have a professionally installed alarm system. You've got to have professionally installed cameras. You can't yeah, just use a ring. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I don't see anyone with a kitchen table FFL keeping it. 
doesn't make sense. Why would you want to? It doesn't make sense. I hate to say it. And that's and that's you? that's exactly what those in Albany that pass this stuff want. Correct. That's exactly what they want. They're going to kill the culture. They don't need to pass more laws after right. this, I would say. So no, just get rid of the. Sorry, want get off my soapbox. I wonder what Mike Anderson at Eight's Armory is going to do. You know. Yeah. Right. A lot of guys like that. Yeah. Our, I'm sure there's cheaper ways to do it. The camera store, the two years of storage alone was like three grand to figure out a solution. And we have a pretty low tech solution for that. We're just putting in a DVR and swapping out hard drives, like. Yeah, and I as it goes storage that was like thirty thousand mm -hmm. dollars to meet that requirement. So that's among the cheapest possible yeah. options. Yeah, your your solution was was very nice if it was something we had to actually like access maybe like regularly yeah. or whatever yeah that was a great solution that's probably what some of the big stores are going to have to do just because to them swapping out hard drives once a month isn't yeah. that's not feasible for them but yeah uh mm. fuck new york man yeah that's <laughs> 100 percent. we're not going anywhere though Hundy P, as Josiah would say. <laughs> All right. Anything else we got to say? No? All right. Goodbye. Later. Love you. Thanks, guys.